When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, time to talk women's football with Alicia Carnavas evening. Alicia, good to have you back. I know, it's nice to be back. How are you guys? Very good. Riley really did a good, good job, though. We, we were thinking of replacing <laughs> you this week, but no. Oh, I know. I had a chat with her. She's like, I think I've got your job. Uh, brilliant. Uh, before we get on to the A-League women, and it was a big weekend of domestic football, uh, let's talk a little bit about the Matildas because a couple of big game, a big name absentees for those two big games against England and Scotland coming up. Uh, Caitlin Ford is out. Um, I think she'll, she'll probably be okay for the Women's World Cup, but... More concerning is is Alana Kennedy, who missed Manchester City's defeat to Arsenal in the FA Women's Super League. Uh, As we mentioned before, she's played only a handful of games all season. Is that a big concern for you going into the World Cup? Yeah, look, for me, the Catley Kennedy um, emissions are probably the most standout for me, uh, just in our... I guess our backline in particular and the experience that both of those girls bring uh, to our team, they're natural leaders as well. So they're really, really important for the leadership roles within the Matildas outside of Sam Kerr and obviously the captaincy. So that's probably the biggest concern um, is seeing both of them being omitted. Um, Steph Catley's injury has been really quiet as well. Um, People have sort of, I think, played played that down a little bit but we can sort of see now over the last few weeks she's been in a moon boot and things like that with this um they said it was a non-contact injury but it is concerning and of course Alana's been injured um I guess progressively for a while now she hasn't really played too many games for the Matildas as Mm. well over the last little while of the international windows so for me it's just both of those players are really instrumental in our back line and and the gaps are a large. Um, we're hearing rumours about Courtney Nevin stepping in and obviously Ellie Carpenter's back as well, which is positive, but um, the likes of Claire Hunt and, and Polks, I think, will fill fill the void in the middle of the back line and how they structure the left and right sides of that back line will be quite interesting over the next um, week when they yeah. play internationals. Yeah, you sort of preempted my next question. Uh, Amy Sayer and, and Matilda McNamara incidentally called into the squad as, as late replacements. So <clears throat> if you're if you're Tony Gustafsson, are you, are you going with Courtney Nevin uh, or are you going with Claire Polkinghorn, Claire Hunt, or would you go with Ivy Lewick, more experienced, of course? What, what does your back line look like for these fixtures? Yeah, my back line um, is going to be structured in the middle uh, so I'd put Claire Hunt and Claire Polkinghorn in the middle because Claire Hunt's debut was sensational um, for the Matildas. And they worked quite well together, the pair of them. They're quite strong athletes. Um, but I'd keep my my left and right side as mobile as I can. So I think the reintroduction of Ellie Carpenter is great. I think the question is, can Charlie Grant play on the left if she's available mm. to play? Um, or do we pop Courtney Nevin in there as well? Because to be fair, I think um, Charlie Grant's not really featured too much in the conversation, but in Ellie's absence, she's been pretty solid for us there as well. And the non-selection of Michelle Heyman, given her form, uh, I mean, we asked Riley Dobson last week, who's been particularly outspoken about it, saying that central contracts are making the decisions for the uh, for the coach. Do you agree? 
Yeah, look, it, it has been a major discussion point um, behind the scenes for a long time. The question of are the players being picked on merit or essentially what Riley said, are they being picked based on the structure of contracts? Um, look, I think we can definitely say there's probably a few players that have been included in the squads over the last 12, 24 months, um, even in this current one, that people have been scratching their heads a little and questioning the likes of Michelle Heyman been omitted um, from selection based on the on their performance. But um, look, the way I see it quite simply, if they're not playing at the big clubs that they're signed with, and we've got players in our domestic league who are performing week in, week out, um, why not give them a go, give them an opportunity to see if they can transition that performance um, into the national team. Players as well, like Casey DeMont, I know we've sort of touched on the goalkeepers a couple of episodes back, but um, I think we have to look at the performance of our players ultimately when we structure our national team and we're putting our best team forward. If, if players aren't playing, um, we need to question the minutes. Mm. Um, these two games are going to be very instructive, aren't they? Particularly the one against England, who are, of course, the European champions. They're going to come to Australia in uh, a month or two's time and they're going to be one of the favourites. So this is going to be a real good test for the Matildas. Absolutely. It's going to be a good one, particularly against England. I think that's our real benchmark of where we sit at the moment. So I'm looking forward to watching the girls perform. Okay, so to the uh, A-League women, so the, the premiership is decided. Uh, Sydney FC making it three in a row. Ante Juric says they don't get the credit they deserve. Um, is this perhaps the year they win the championship? Maybe then they'll get the credits. Uh, perhaps it's the grand final win that is missing. I hope so for Ante's sake. I think, <laughs> um, look, to be fair, they've they've built some really good foundations at Sydney FC and he's really built a team over time that's now consistently performing. This is year three. Um, they're performing throughout the the season, but of course seizing those premierships, which are, which are really, really vital. But look, for his sake, definitely. And the girls, I hope they can seal the championship. It's, it's hard to find someone that says they're not deserving of it. So I hope they go well. Western United, of course, um, a strong opposition and they had an amazing season themselves in their maiden season. So I'm looking forward to this game in particular um, over the weekend. They did have a, an amazing season, but ultimately it uh, ended in disappointment with Sydney taking out the Premier's plate. Can they can they turn things around in, in week one of the finals and, and beat Sydney? Look, I think they'll be vying for it, right, Broski? I think if, if you are a, a team that are disappointed and you've had such a great run um, from the get-go, there have been a few disappointments along the way, but essentially really, really consistent throughout the season. I think they feel like they deserve something. And if that means Sydney take the premiership and they knock them out in the semifinals, I'm sure Western will be pretty happy with that if they can achieve it. Now, the uh, other two games had lots of late drama with direct bearing on the final spots. Uh, Melbourne victory really made to sweat after Wellington equalised in stoppage time. But they got a bit of a favour from, uh, from their old rivals, Melbourne City, despite a bit of a scare of their own. Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually um, was holding my breath a bit there for the victory and I didn't actually think they'd make it through in the end, but they're there. And the two Melbourne teams essentially being in this semi-final is another huge matchup. Jeff Hopkins is a seasoned uh, coach when it comes to finals and victory may have scraped in, but I think Jeff's experience and also his his tactical mindset as well in and around finals and what he brings as a coach I think Melbourne victory in particular are going to be a real test um, for City and I think that that game in itself is it's it's a derby right mm. essentially so it's it's going to be quite big so the finals looking really hot um, for the women's game so you look at you're looking at a Sydney FC Melbourne victory grand final that's it that's your tip Alicia I'm going Western and victory oh Broski's yeah, not happy 
<laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> Antayurich is right. They don't get the credit they deserve. Yeah, you know, you know. I think I think Western are just going to pull something out of the bag. I've got a feeling. Okay, we'll see. Uh, one more before we let you go. Uh, overall, the 18-game competition uh, this season, it feels to me, I don't know if you agree, much better than the 12-game campaign, which seemed to be over almost before it began. And, of course, we've got the Mariners to come in next season as well, so we're going to have a, a proper home-and-away campaign. Yeah, I definitely think it feels a lot better. And I think the question early in the season was sustainability and it's 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 survived. It's It's gone as well as I think it could. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more um, marketing in and around uh, the women's game with the A-League and, and the Women's World Cup having a bit more connectivity, but obviously FIFA's involved. So some of those items are a bit limited as well with the national mm. structure and the, the domestic league, but much, much better. And I hope we can build on this. I'm looking forward to seeing the Mariners in in the framework as well because that northern northern end of sydney the north coast um central coast heading up that way it just adds a lot of a lot to our game and historically has produced a hell of a lot of matildas as well so having them back on on the the a-league map is going to be fantastic as well absolutely uh, we've got to let you go alicia are you buying one of those matildas home shirts or even the away kit you a Tell fan? You what, I, I'm a fan. I love the away kit. It's no, not the traditional navy, but it's. Like do you know what? It's a World Cup. <laughs> let, let it be loud. Let it be different. I'm excited about it. Okay. I like the white socks on the home kit, though. I'll give them that. Uh, thanks, yeah. Alicia. Speak to you next week. See you, Alicia. Thanks, guys. See ya.